Episode 50 Her Life is His Inheritance Nick Vujistic is an Australian-American Christian. Now, some of my Australian listeners, I know that you know who I'm talking about. This man is the exemplification in my thinking of what the mindset of an image-bearer of God should be like. He has the gifting of an evangelist. His ministry is called Life Without Limbs. Nix goes around the world, over the mountains, and through the valleys, sharing the love of Jesus. I would encourage you to look him up and listen to how the Beloved uses this vessel to reach mankind. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the program. I'm Neil Parks. Now I know that many believers love to read the book of Proverbs daily. And for the most part, we understand this is a book of God's wisdom. With that said, I'm sure that you also know that God used King Solomon as the vessel to pin God's wisdom in Proverbs, as well as giving his church the understanding and knowledge about his relationship and affections for his bride in this study, the Song of Solomon, that we are currently in. Look what Hosea says in chapter 4, verse 6. My people are being destroyed because they don't know me, since you priests refuse to know me. I refuse to recognize you as my priests. Since you have forgotten the laws of your God, I will forget to bless your children. Here the Lord is speaking directly to the priests of that day, and I would submit to you, he is speaking to the teachers of the word in this day as well. Now, last time we left off in the song, chapter 5, verse 3, where the bride had once again stumbled back into some laziness of her flesh and forgetting who she is in Christ, as his chosen vessel to be his bride and soon to be his wife. You see, God took the first step to rescue us from this corrupt world. He has granted us his power, revealed us true knowledge, and spoken to us great promises. He has done all this for a reason— that we might participate in his own nature and reflect his own life. But we are not passive observers of God's saving actions. We must receive his grace, grow in knowledge, and join him in this work of redemption. Look what uh, Peter says in 2 Peter uh, 1, 12-15. Peter says, because the stakes are so high, even though you're up to date 
on all this truth and practice it inside and out, I'm not going to let up for a minute in calling you to attention before it. This is the post to which I have been assigned, Peter speaking, keeping you alert with frequent reminders, and I'm sticking to it, he says, as long as I live. I know that I'm to die soon. The Master has made that quite clear to me, and so I'm especially eager that you have all this down in black and white so that after I die, you have it ready for reference. Now, my listeners, this song that we're in studying exemplifies exactly how the vessel is built, created, or produced, you might say, from the beginning of our surrender to the well-equipped instruments that he, the Lord, has birthed for his glory to be used. It's a process, and the Shulamite bride is the vessel being led by the beloved to understand her calling. Look what Paul says in uh, chapter 3 of Philippians, verse 12. Paul says, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. You see, Paul understood this calling process, and he yielded to it because it's God's will. Paul was waiting to be beheaded and knew to die is gain. So rapture or no rapture, Jesus told us to expect tribulation, alluding to the perfection process of trials and testing as well. James 1, verses 2 through 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Look what Revelation 3.10 says, Because you have obeyed my instructions to endure and be patient, I will protect you from the time of trial which will come upon the whole earth and put everyone in it to the test. Look at Matthew 24.13. But the one who endures and bears up under suffering to the end will be saved. Now, one of the things that just jumps out time and time again to me about the Shulamite bride is her endurance to keep on keeping on. Even though she slips, you know what I mean, don't you? She gets back up and seeks and chases after him time and time again. In Song 3, uh, verse 1 and 2, Shulamite speaking, 
Restless night after night in my bed, I longed and looked for my soul's true love. I searched for him, but I could not find him. I will get up now and search the city, wander up and down the streets and plazas. I will look for my soul's true love. I searched for him, but I could not find him. So in chapter 5, she fails to answer the call again, and it is a repeat of the first time. But unlike as before, when her immaturity prompted the beloved's departure, this time in chapter 5, verse 3, she is tested with the call to open up the garden. He is pursuing his inheritance which is his bride, the church. He says to her in uh, 5.1, I have come into my garden, my sister, my bride. I have gathered, gathered my myrrh with its natural spices. I have tasted the honeycomb dripping with my honey, and I have drunk my wine and my milk. Together, to his young friends of Jerusalem, he says, Eat, friends, drink your fill. Be intoxicated with love. Here Jesus answers her prayer from Psalm 416, where she asked him to come and eat, or to come into her life and take control, you could say. Jesus comes to take full possession of her life as his inheritance. In the second part of the relationship of church and spouse, these other friends that he speaks of are other believers. Jesus wants the church to enjoy the fruitfulness of mature believers. Paul wrote of the death working in him so that life would flow to others, 2 Corinthians 4, 10 through 12. You see, the Shulamite bride is a living sacrifice that the Lord himself feasts upon and feeds to the church so that we can strengthen and nourish others. So some are asking the question right now, well, where are you going with this? Well, here's where God is going with this. Let's read how Paul explains 2 Corinthians 4. In verse 10, so we constantly experience the death of Jesus in our own bodies. But this is so that the life of Jesus can also be seen in our bodies. We are alive. But for Jesus, we are always in danger of death. So that the life of Jesus can be seen in our bodies that die. So death is working in us. But the result is that life is working in us as well. 
Again, Paul writes in Romans 12.1, Brothers and sisters, in light of all I have shared with you about God's mercies, I urge you to offer your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice to God, a sacred offering that brings him pleasure. This is your reasonable, essential worship. Wow. Well, we're going to end it right there for today. Let me pray. Father God, we just want to lift you up with, with everything that we think, everything that we do. Father, we do this for your glory. Lord, we just we just pray right now that that we are in a status of obedience, Lord. That we would obey the calling on our lives. The calling that you've left us here for to be vessels to be used by you, Lord, to be one with you. Father God, I just pray for my listeners right now, wherever they're at, wherever they're at in this world. And Lord, you know that it is getting very difficult all over the planet with selfishness. Father God, I just lift up the believers and the missionaries all over the world. I lift up the church leaders all over the world, Lord. I just pray that they would seek you for their peace. Father God, we're not to fear man. We are to fear you. We are to understand that you bought us with a price. We're no longer our own. We're here for your purpose at this time in life. So, Lord, I just lift up my listeners. Be with them. I pray that they're seeking you with all their hearts for peace in their life and understanding in their life. I pray this in Jesus' precious, precious name. Amen and amen. Love to hear from you. Email me at fillthelamp at yahoo.com. All one word, fill the lamp at yahoo.com. Until next time, I'm Neil Parks.